Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're uncertain about what you really want or unsure how to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we raise our vibration, we heighten the collective consciousness, and that, my friends, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyers, Anita Adams here, your host of the Joyful Journey podcast. And today we are going to get into the first of three guiding principles to inner wisdom. Guiding principle one, look. And I want to start by sharing this quote by Carl Jung. Your vision will only become clear when you can look into your own heart, who looks outward dreams, who looks inward awakens personal favorite quote. I love it. By investing time looking inward, you begin to understand and define who you value being. This inward looking process also enables you to assess if you are living by those values. Are your actions in alignment with who you want to be? I shared with you in the last episode my personal story on how my lack of clarity created a lot of unhappiness in my life and just about ruined my marriage. When I got clear about my values and who I want to be, it was glaringly obvious that I was out of alignment with my actions in seeking attention and validation from others. When your actions are out of alignment with your values, you step out of integrity with who you are. When you are out of integrity, those who you are trying to build a relationship with, be it in business or in your personal life, will sense something is off. They won't know what it is. They just, they just won't fully trust you. And if you don't have trust, you won't be an effective leader, secure the business deals, make those sales, or forge the partnerships that will move you closer to your goals. If you are a parent, being out of alignment with who you are will also affect your relationship with your children. I mentioned in my story that it takes courage to look inward at yourself. It also takes a lot of self-love. And self-love is the gatekeeper to inner wisdom. It's important to understand how not loving yourself completely shows up for you. What is the impact that has on your life? For me, it showed up in this belief that I wasn't enough that led to seeking validation from others. And that led to really destructive behaviors. Low self-love can manifest in all sorts of ways. It can shut you down emotionally, mentally, sexually. A lot of people, and I think women particularly, and then doubly so if you're a mother, do not make time for themselves to develop their self-love. This is a skill you can master. It's a beautiful skill, and it's one you can work on every day, one that will bring you pleasure, boost your confidence, and open the door to your inner wisdom. So what does self-love mean to you? What are ways you can express your self-love. 
talking to and about yourself with love, prioritizing yourself, giving yourself a break from self-judgment, trusting yourself, being true to yourself, being nice to yourself, setting healthy boundaries, forgiving yourself. That's a big one, isn't it? Forgiveness. For many people, self-love is another way to say self-care. To practice self-care, we often need to go back to the basics and listen to our body, take breaks from work, move and stretch, put the phone down. Imagine that, put the phone down and connect to yourself or others or do something creative. Self-love is accepting yourself as you are in this very moment for everything that you are without judgment. It means accepting your emotions for what they are and putting your physical, emotional, and mental well-being first. So why is self-love so important for being able to access inner wisdom? When you look inward for guidance, you need to be open to hearing the answers without judgment. Your inner voice of wisdom will always speak to you of your highest choice and will place before you your grandest vision. Your job is to heed that voice and not abandon the vision. To do that, you have to believe in yourself by loving yourself. You have to turn off the judgment and dial down the critical voice. Being aware of the language you use when talking about yourself and your life is an important first step to deepening your love and respect of self. So take note of that critical voice. And when it appears, acknowledge it for what it is, usually fear, and then hit the reset button. You can do that by saying something like, Cancel clear and then rephrase your negative statement with a positive, loving statement. Some things I used to say a lot to myself that completely undermined my self love were things like, Anita, you're being such an idiot. What a stupid idea. I can't believe you got that wrong. My biggest Achilles heel was believing I wasn't smart enough. You can see how that came through in the language I was using with myself. That kind of self-talk reveals a low level of self-love and is a barrier to assessing your inner wisdom. Even if you say those kinds of things in jest, they are harmful. So I encourage you to stop. Be loving with yourself, always. If you already have a lot of self-love and practice it daily, you are off to a great start in being able to access your inner wisdom. If you're not there yet, if you need to boost your self-love quota, start by defining what self-love means to you and look at ways that are meaningful that you can express it. Maybe that means pampering yourself more, speaking more kindly to and about yourself writing yourself a love letter. What are some other ways you can express self-love? Possibilities are endless. Be creative. 
Most importantly, take notice and be aware of the things you say and think about yourself and the feelings you have. Awareness is the first step to change. Most people walk through life unaware, asleep, if you will, to their very thoughts and feelings. Not you. (laughs) Nope. You are paying attention because you are on a joyful journey to your highest self. Guiding principle one to inner wisdom is all about looking inward and being aware. Right. Thanks for joining me today, Joyful Journeyers. And I look forward to bringing you the next episode where we'll explore guiding principle number two, which is listen. And that's when this joyful journey to inner wisdom becomes a whole lot of fun. Catch you next time. Thank you for joining us today on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated with you, please visit our website at joyfulinspiredliving.com. Sign up to receive a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom and become a member of the Joyful Inspired Living community. For a deeper spiritual dive, check out our retreats. We offer both in-person retreats on beautiful Bowen Island in British Columbia, as well as online retreats that you can do from the comfort of your own home. And finally, if you liked our show, please leave a review so more people can find it and learn how to access their highest self. And together, we'll raise the collective consciousness.